This is Scott Becker with the Becker Business Minute and Becker Private Equity Podcast. Thrilled to be joined by entrepreneur, leader, engineer, consultant, Liz Hudson. Liz is going to talk to us today about a subject that's near and dear to most of us at the start of every year or, or all the time, and that's goal attainment. And how do you look at goals? How do you set goals? How do you go after goals? And a lot more. Liz, let me ask you to do two things. Introduce yourself to the audience and your regular guests, somebody know you, and then, then tell us about how you look at goal attainment and some of your thoughts on those subjects. Ah, sounds great. Good to talk with you, Scott, and thanks for the time. Um, yes, I'm Liz Hudson. I'm the founder and principal consultant of EGH, um, and we're primarily focused on healthcare products and services, um, and mostly in the private equity space. Um, we've been around for 11 years. We um, serve uh, a global audience, and uh, we, we have uh, just been enjoying um, each day that we've had with our clients. And yes, it's January, um, and we have many of us have set goals for the years, perhaps some resolutions that we want to attain. And you know, I think a lot of times we wrap up December with, you know, um, all right, that was a good year. Maybe it could have been better. How can I? Um, roll into the next year with excitement and energy and we write all these things down and then it sure feels like by the time february rolls around maybe march if we're really good um we start to fizzle out on those things um so you know you and i spoke um towards the end of last year about goal setting um and the process of reflecting over the year and setting um, goals that are just beyond what's comfortable, not too easy, but not too challenging, but, you know, just just puts us in that good um, sweet spot of uh, push. Um, but now that we have all these in place, how do we make sure that we're not just doing this for the first 30 days of the year, but really, you know, push ourselves to the entire entire year? Let me ask you a question around that, because I'll talk about a non-business goal first, and then we talk about business goals as well. So, you know, I'm one of these people that's constantly worried about saying in relatively decent shape so that I feel just better and so forth. And I get to the 10th day of the year and my diet's already completely blown up. It's not really a diet, <laughs> just watch what I eat, but I have an absolutely horrible day. It's all those days where I'm so down, I'm so whatever, I eat like crazy. I finished the day yesterday, went to Whole Foods and had like three extra cookies. It was an awful <laughs> day for like what is a normally very disciplined life. So, yeah. so how do you sort of bounce back when you get off track on your goals, you're excited about your goals, and then w w yesterday, I, you know, what, jump the jump the shark, whatever the phrase is, lost it completely. Horrendous day. You know, went for dinner with my wife, then went for dinner with my son. I didn't eat a full dinner either one, but you know, had a drink at each one. You know, he's in town for college, and went for dessert afterwards, which I never do. I mean, could ultimately <laughs> shoot myself. So, how does one get back <laughs> at their goals after having a horrible day at it? <laughs> so funny. And we all go through that, right? I, you know, that was me just on, on Saturday, right? So for sure, we all go through it. I think we just have to hit the reset button, right? I think a lot of times we we have that mentality of, oh, well, I, I blew it that one day. And so, you know, the whole month is gone or I blew it that, you know, that week. And so the whole year is gone, right? I think it's important to hit the reset button quickly um, to say, hey, that was an indulgence that I enjoyed. I enjoyed spending time with my family, with my son, with my wife. I got to, you know, enjoy that cookie or three or whatever it might have been and 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 appreciate it for what it is and then go, all right, tomorrow's a new day and and reset it. And, you know, I think back to the goal setting and keeping ourselves accountable to that. I think um, 
one of the things that I think is important to do when we do those goals is really, I mean, we didn't write them down, write them down, right? Like let's not just think about them in our heads, but have it be tangible, something that um, you see daily, right? It's on your wall or it's, it's in your phone, or you have a, a reminder each day where it pops up and, go, and, and it's a reminder of those things. But, you know, I think when we visualize those things, they, they tend to manifest a little bit more likely. And so I think that's, that's one of the things that we can do when we hit the reset button, we can glance over at that, you know, three to five things that we have written down for ourselves. I think that's a good way to help with that reset button. No, fantastic. And how do you sort of keep yourself sort of like, I think this concept of keeping the goals in front of you regularly, here's the core things we're trying to accomplish and so forth, whatever it might be, whether in business or personal or fitness, whatever it might be. When you look at goals, how many goals? You know, how many goals? I, you know, I start some years where I'm like, oh, I've got to be good at this. I've got to be good at this. I've got to make progress in this. I've got to do that. I've got to do that. By the time, I, time I've done, I might as well have not set goals because i got too many different priorities that are going on. You know, and, and it's part of having the sort of like both prolific energy but a scattered, you know, but, but being mm-hmm. a little less focused than one should be. How many goals do you look at as the right number of goals? Or is there a number? How do you sort of look at that? Yeah, I don't know that there's a number. Um, I actually, there's somebody that I I have been following and listening to for a long time. He actually just says one thing for himself each year, and he's highly, singularly focused on that one thing, and that is it. So talk about focus and talk about you know no reason to 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 miss that because it's just the one thing that's on your on your mind. Um, you know, I like you. I I have done the same thing where I had you know I I want to you know, floss my teeth three times a day and I want to work out and I want my business to do this and I want to be a better parent and I want to be a better friend and a better daughter and all the things. And to your point, you know, when you have so many of those things on the radar, none of them are on the radar. Um, so, so I think it's important to keep them tight. Um, you know, for, for me, I think, you know, three to five is probably the right number. Um, and I think that's going to vary depending on what, what you're doing, what, what your focus is, how big those goals are, how hard they are to make happen. But I think when they get unwieldy, um, it's, it's too much. So that visualization to your point, you know, the number of goals and making them smart goals, right. Making them, um, that they're not these amorphous things, but really something that's very specific, very measurable, something that's time bound, right. Something that we can get our arms wrapped around. I think those are really important things to help with the tangibility and the likelihood of success with them. Totally. Totally. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's this constant challenge of hitting the right balance of hard goals. And there's this great, there's a lot of commentary around this idea that leaders who set achievable goals and constantly hit those those goals, there's this there's this this great dichotomy in perspectives. The people that hit achievable goals constantly build confidence in their teams, build build better environments, and over the longer term, more successful than people who shoot for the big hairy audacious goals, or whatever they call them, the BHAG goals, etc. You know, it's, you know, people that set ego-driven goals. Like if I set a goal as I'm going to run a seven-minute mile, and again, to, to everybody's understanding, I'm almost 60, I'm not running a seven-minute mile anymore, it's just not <laughs> happening. If I set that goal, I might as well give up. If, yeah. if I set the goal that I'm going to run 7.30, 7.45, maybe it's achievable if I really focus, you know, if I really get focused again on my jogging and running. But but there is this concept of setting achievable goals and then, then setting incrementally the next goals. 
Yeah. How do you sort of look at that perspective of achievable, incremental versus big, you know, big BHAG goals, as they're called in the in the literature, BHAG goals, big hairy ideas goals. How do you look at that goal setting? Yeah, I think it's important um, to have a, a mix of, you know, some things that give you the quick wins, both for yourself and for your team, right? As soon as you start to achieve some of those things that are low-hanging fruit, you start to build confidence. You start to, you know, get excited about the progress that you're making um, and, and you get momentum. Um, I do think that it's important to have goals that are stretch goals um, because I think when something is overly attainable, it's too easy. You really don't push yourself to that next level. But if it's something that's just outside of what's comfortable, just outside of your reach, that you need to really kind of amp up to be able to hit that, when you hit that, there's a sense of accomplishment that's pretty phenomenal. And though, I think it's it's good to have in mind how those easy goals, the stretch goals, though also kind of put you in the direction of the BHAGs, right? I think that the big, hairy, audacious goals are things to aspire to, but they're going to chunk into smaller things, right? They're going to chunk into steps that are the low-hanging fruit, that are the stretch goals that put you in that direction of, you know, one day I want to be, um, you know, a keynote speaker. I I want to I want to be on a big stage. I want to do a TED Talk. Whatever that really big thing is, I might not be able to achieve that next week. But gosh, if I'm spending more time speaking and writing out um, things that I want, topics that I'm interested in, those smaller goals, those smaller achievable things are putting me on that trajectory to the BHAG that might happen a year from now, that might happen three years from now. Um, But I like the idea of kind of that blended uh, mix of goals that gets you in that direction of where you ultimately want to go. But I think this point you just made is so, so important. Like this mix of small and big goals is probably very important for mental confidence and team confidence and so forth. So you got a few things to accomplish today. I sort of know what the big one is, or I know what the big goals I'm chasing are. But I also, in the meantime, better be doing some other things in case I don't, for, for mental sanity, if I don't hit that big goal, at least I'll still be okay. I mean, there's yeah. some hedging of bets. And I know this goes against the grain of, well, burn the boat. You, you better just go after that one thing. And, and, you know, it, unfortunately, it, fortunately or unfortunately, it's not really how I live, but, but I think your point on small and large goals and small goals giving you confidence to keep on achieving goals while you chase your big goals, I think that's a, that, that is a, it, it, it's really a, a great thought. Liz, I want to thank you again for joining us this morning. Always fantastic to visit with Liz Hudson, one of the brightest in the business. Love talking to Liz Hudson. Liz, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Scott. So good to talk with you as well.